The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this, so that my joy may be in you, and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because the slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything that I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. During the Easter season, we hear a number of accounts of our blessed Lord as he comes to reveal himself to his apostles and disciples. We hear about Emmaus, the appearance to Mary Magdalene, the infamous appearance to Thomas as he bids Thomas come and not be unbelieving but believe, as he appears to all of the apostles, and even to a large number. The scriptures account uh, over 500 uh, at a single time to which he appeared. In all of these things, he came to reveal himself in his resurrected body, to manifest the truth that he was raised up from the dead. He's not a ghost. He's not an apparition. He's not a mirage. That he's real. Thomas, touch my hands. To others, do you have fish? Let me show you that I can eat it. I am flesh and I am blood. Our Lord comes to reveal these things. He reveals them to his apostles then, but he continues to reveal himself to us today. It may not be in the same manner. Our Lord indeed has already ascended into heaven, and we await his second coming in glory, but he does reveal himself to us, sometimes in nature, other times in sacred scripture, in music, in holy reading, in sacred mass, in the liturgy, in the sacraments, our personal prayer, but also, oddly enough, through other people, infallible though we may be, God shows us something of himself if we are willing to see. I was reflecting on this reality in light of Mother's Day weekend, the fact of coming today to honor our mothers. And as I was reflecting with the scriptures, this was the reality that for me, that God has shown me much about himself and his love for me through my mothers, plural. I was adopted as an infant the day of my birth. I received the gift of life. And then that gift of life was given a gift of great life, of hope. My mother would not have been able to care for me as she would have desired so she lovingly gave of herself that I might have something more. She was willing to set aside her own life 
as a mother to me. In the gospel, our Lord says, no greater man has love than this than to lay down his life for his friends. And we can often think of that in the ultimate sense of laying down one's life of martyrdom. But we recognize in the church there are red martyrs who shed their blood, and there are white martyrs who shed their lives, shed their will, lay themselves down in the daily living of things. And my mother, who gave birth to me, did this offering all of those things that she could have experienced with me. First steps, first word, first day of kindergarten, last day of high school, and so forth. Giving up these things, laying them down for me, she showed me something of the love of God, an aspect of his love that is willing to go to great lengths for me. That indeed the father was willing to let go of his son to allow him to take on flesh, to come down to us, to take on our flesh, to be able to, to come to us and to experience all things like us but sin, but he still experienced the consequences of sin on our behalf in the shedding of his blood on the cross. The father allowed his son to go and sent him. So as we understand the son physically suffered on the cross, one can say that, that the heart of God understands something of our suffering, even if he doesn't suffer in the sense that we ourselves do. God's love for us is immense in taking up these things. But not only my birth mother who showed me this love, but also my adopted mother, she who had no obligation to me, she who didn't have to do anything on my account, but she did. In her love, she welcomed me into her home, into her heart, and into her family. There are only two things that separate me from my sisters. One, I have the privilege of being able to say that mom no longer has the privilege to say, I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. She can only take me out. The second thing is in regards to my sisters. Sometimes when I was younger and they would be bothering me in some way, I would simply dig, make a little dig at them by letting them know, mom picked me, she had to keep y'all. <laughs> it's the only things that separated me from my sisters. Everything else is the same. And this is the, fact, this is the fact of what God does for us as well, is he opens himself up to us and draws us into himself. He draws us into the, to the life of the Blessed Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, this, this profound love being poured out to us, and we had no, no way of making any claim on that. There's nothing that we could do for the entirety of all of humanity gathered together with singular intention to be able to, 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 to earn the right of being part of the family of God. If we had done that for all of humanity, for all of existence, for all of time, it would never have made up for it. It would not have been enough. But God has done it just like that, because he loves us. He allowed his son to come to take on flesh so that we can become part of the family of God, to be brought into the heart of God in a mysterious way, something completely undeserved, total gift, all of the love of God for us. In the gospel, not in the gospel, rather in our, in our first reading, we heard of Cornelius. 
Cornelius, as he recognizes the, the great mystery and the great power that St. Peter is working, that he's working the life of Christ, that he's doing the things that Christ said were possible to be done. As Cornelius recognizes Peter, he goes and he throws himself at Peter's feet in homage to him. He comes to bow down as before a god. And Peter very quickly lets him know, I am a human just like you. Stand up. Stand up. We are like one another. The fact is that God uses us to do incredible things, just as he used Peter. People mistook Peter for a god, but he wasn't a god. He was made in the image of God. He was acting on behalf of God, but he knew he wasn't him. The great mystery is that God allows the same to happen through us. That just as a mother's love can show something of the God of God's love for us, so also every single one of us can show forth some attribute of God to the world around us. Every last one of us. God can and will use us if we open ourselves to his grace. To receive his son. Then we can go forth and whether we know it or not, be living images of God. Living reminders of the power of God, of the goodness of God, of the love of God, the mercy of God the joy of God. He allows us to do these things. What a wondrous gift. Not only that he has revealed himself to us, not only that he has revealed his son to us and given us the gift of the Holy Spirit, but he calls us even higher to come to himself, to come to his heart in all eternity. Let us rejoice to share that good news with others on this holy day.